0: You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die.
1: Let's start what we have come into the room to do. <laughs> right on. Here
0: goes. One, two, three. One, two, three.
1: So to be to this me, to see me. Yo.
0: This episode will be talking about Fela Kuti and African 70 featuring Ginger Baker with their album Live. In the room I have Rob,
2: Ben,
0: and John. Hi. (laughs) Live is an album by Fela Kuti's band African 70 with the addition of former Cream drummer Ginger Baker on two songs. It was released on August 30th, 1971 by EMI in Africa and Europe and capital EMI in the United States and Canada. The producer was Jeff Garrett. And the genre is Afrobeat. And from All Music Review, Richie Underberg. Originally re- released in 1971, this LP had Fela Kuti solidifying the format that would take him into international visibility in the years to come. Extended tracks with grooves that mix African and funk rhythms, punctuated by rudimentary lyrics. There are just four songs on the album, none shorter than seven minutes, and all but one going over the 10 minute mark. More than a dozen strong, his band, the African Seventy, cooks pretty well on tracks that fuse jazz, soul, and African music into trance-light fashion that avoids becoming stale despite the length of the arrangements. Ex-creamer blind faith drummer Ginger Baker's name was given prominence in the billing probably to attract rock and pop-oriented listeners who might not ordinarily take a chance on music from the African continent. However, it's fella and the African Seventy, not Baker, who are the dominant presence on the record that sounds much like a mixture of James Brown fusion in Nigerian forms? Alright, what'd we think of Live by Fella Ransom Kuti and African 70? It's funky. Is it not the Africa 70? Africa 70.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell if you're saying the Africa 70 or the African 70. No, just African 70.
0: Africa. Africa 70. 70. Yeah, they changed uh, I think they'd changed that though. What well, was the
3: Nigeria 70 and the yeah. Africa
1: 70? Yeah. Like the two bands. And right? I think later he gets maybe the Africa 80. Okay. But that's but that's later. In yeah. the 80s. I liked it. Okay. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I
3: I've heard different Fela albums before, but I'd never heard this one. And I like this one a lot. I, I think it's a really good introduction. I think it was definitely, I guess smart move uh bi- like billing ginger baker on there because i think that it 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 did it worked like a, it's a very recognizable name to like the rock fans and i'm sure it made people pick this up be like oh i wonder what blind faith Guy is up to you know yeah. and then they and then it's opening the door to this awesome world of afrobeat you know
0: yeah i had heard the you know ginger baker i i, I knew the name but i didn't realize how popular he actually was. He was like one, like a superstar. Mm-hmm. He was a recognizable name of a drummer, which almost never happens. Look, Cream's a uh, supergroup, isn't exactly, it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I, I just didn't know what level he was before this week. I, Ginger Baker. Yeah. So that means he had already run down to uh,
2: to Africa at this point. He was no longer. Uh, British side, I guess. Uh, well, the there, was,
1: there was part of Nigeria that was British. So, but he, but, he, but had, he had immigrated. Yeah, he had basically, yeah. well, yeah. Did right. he straight move there? Yeah, he moved to Nigeria.
3: Okay. I thought he was down there on like an extended stay to learn about African rhythm. I think
1: that's how it started. And then, I don't know if he's living there at this point. This might be during his extended stay. Okay. But he did eventually. It's about
2: documentary, uh, the uh, something something Ginger Baker, where he's just a real.
1: He's, a, he's a son of a oh, bitch. Yeah.
3: yeah,
2: it's a damn shame he's such a son of a bitch
1: because
3: <laughs> I I like his drumming on like and of course this like he's only a fraction of what we're hearing. You know, like there's a full another drum set player and then a handful of percussionists. But no, he's a he's a he's got such good feel. I, I love
2: Ginger Baker the musician. Ginger Baker the human is a son of a bitch. (laughs) But in that he was living in Africa during that documentary. So I I, I just don't know when he like officially like moved down there and stayed.
3: What's that documentary Uh, called? It's like November,
0: 1971 Baker decided to set up a recording studio in Lagos, then the capital of Nigeria. Okay. So,
3: like, steer clear of Ginger Baker, the madman Ginger <laughs> like Baker. Beware of Ginger, beware. it's like something
0: that might be it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll uh, find it, yeah. But I, there's something about this album that as soon as I put it on, um, and I was the same way, Ben. I'd heard Beware
2: of Mr. Baker. Oh, uh, <laughs> there you go.
0: I had heard uh, sort of fellas stuff before in various forms and you kind of get those snippets or whatever, but I never like dug in real hard to to seek out, you know, which album is for me. And I will definitely do that moving forward. I will definitely be going through his catalog and then sort of seeing what what I identify with, essentially, because this is like James Brown at the Apollo. I mean, it sounds like it's. A crazy party, and they're all having a great time. Plus, one of my favorite things: two baritone saxes. Yeah. Two. <laughs> it's the well, there's seventy
3: what, of them. What, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I would call like the morphine effect. Uh, when he played two baritone saxes. Oh yeah. It's like that's a great sound. Uh, multiple drums, and I think two basses. Like there was a whole crew of people. But it just sounds like um yeah, it just sounds like a, a crazy party. It's very fun. You know my very fun record. About uh
3: like Fela the, the legend. Like Fela the 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 I guess folk figure. Tell me uh, about the folk figure. Well, I, I mean I, I know I, about I, him. when when I was I was on a high school band trip and I was reading like a, a paste magazine and they were doing a feature on him, I think he had just passed. He passed in like ninety seven. Yeah. And I'd never heard of him, and I was just I was sitting on a on a charter bus heading to the uh Rock and Roll the Rock Hall, actually in Cleveland. And I was reading the story, and it was just like this crazy stories about this like this this dude living in Nigeria playing like this afro-funk music, like declaring his house as like a sovereign state yeah, and stuff know. like that. <laughs> and then uh the 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 rock hall, we went there for the school trip and the CD store at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is good. And, I, I, and this guy's name was in my head. And I'm like, I wonder if they've got any of this fella Cootie guy. And they did. And I picked up, I believe, uh, He Missed Road slash Water Get No Enemy or something. It was like some like double thing. And uh, it was really cool. And it, But at, at the time when I was like 16, it, it it was a little out of my depth. Yeah, And I later came back to it and loved it. But, yeah, so Phila, he was a, a very political in his, his music. And uh, he had, uh, he built a, a compound uh, called uh, the Calcutta Republic, uh, spelled with, with Ks. And uh, it was a communal compound. It housed his family, his band, and a recording studio. It had a free health clinic. And he declared it an independent state. From uh, Nigeria, which Nigeria frowned upon and they kind of butted heads for a while. And then eventually Calcutta was raided by over 1,000 armed soldiers. They threw his mom from a second story window. Uh, she died weeks later of injuries. They burnt it to the ground. So they, they, they burnt all of Calcutta to the ground. And so then shortly after that, Thala married Twenty seven of his backup singers, but not necessarily for for what you would originally think as uh, it was oops, sorry, Tri- like uh, an African tradition of marriage as protection Because these people, all these backup singers, their house burnt down because they lived there and also their job burnt down because the recording studio is there. So according to Phil, like the next logical step is like, well, I need to marry all of these people so I can provide for them. And so that just adds to the folktale. Like, he's declaring his own country, he's marrying 27 of his singers. It's like he, he's larger than life.
0: Yeah. Uh, one fact that, like, I did find so striking. He was arrested over 200 different occasions. <laughs> Spent time in jail, including his longest stint of uh, 20 months in 1980. 1984. So, yeah. Corrupt government that he wasn't afraid to speak out against. And, mm-hmm. yeah, basically punished him and his entire, like, ban. Although, I will say, didn't seem to slow his production of music down nope. one bit because I looked at his catalog and it's pretty extensive. Yeah. Um, not to mention a couple movies. Um, oh, really? And live performances. Yeah. So uh, good on him. Yeah. I mean, he, he he's pretty prolific. Yeah. Even
1: on this, his first album,
0: like that sort of got big. He's uh,
1: singing songs that are about you know, black pride. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to tell because they're in Yoruba. But the second song, Black Man's Cry, like, the lyrics when translated are like who says black's not beautiful. There's nothing as beautiful as the black skin. Look at me, like look at me, which is awesome. Like, especially at this period of time, Mm -hmm. you know, right after 69 into 71, you know, things are still really fucked up all over, especially in Nigeria. And for him to just put that out there is, is awesome. And, and ginger Baker really isn't on these four tracks all that much. Yeah. Yeah. Which two, um, the one where he goes, Ginger Baker.
3: Ginger Baker. <laughs> and then I think in in Ye They Yee Smell, he's talking about a, a person who's done him wrong that smells bad. And he's Which like, all, Ginger but, Baker. But he's like, not Ginger Baker. He takes a shower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm assuming that
1: one.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's
1: on that one. And I think he might be on either Let's Start or on Egg I, ben think, Mio. I think it's Let's. Let's it start. would make sense
3: for it to be let's start. Yeah, his names on the title, him playing on the first track would make sense, and it, I think it's the it's after that song. He's like ginger yeah. beer. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The smell is like when someone's bullshitting, you can smell like, like yes. the shit on them. Yeah, and the last <laughs> track's uh
2: "Carry Me, I Want to Die." Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: speaking
3: of uh, speaking of, I guess death. So, uh, Fela. At some point, I I, f- I don't I forget which year uh, he drops uh, the half of his last name Ransom, which he considers a slave name, and he rechristens himself. Uh, I I'm probably gonna slaughter the pronunciation, but Phila Anicolapo Kudi, and uh, Nicolapo, again. That may not be how it's pronounced. Translates to he who carries death in his pouch like
1: Dope. you i i am i am
3: in control of my life and my death that's
1: cool that's fucking real cool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're going to adopt a new name make it rad <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh i was uh kind of bummed out too cuz i know there's there's a bonus track that features ginger baker and tony allen drum solo i listened to it uh, did you yeah how was it tolerable for longer than I expected it okay. to be it's it's it's
3: long it's, it's like 16 minutes 16 minutes long and it came on it's one of those things where it came on after the Spotify mm. and I didn't know that the album had already ended so I was just like waiting for the band to kick in and I will say on its honest its behalf for being only drums it had gone on for like eight to ten minutes before I checked I'm like oh, wait what am I listening to here yeah but like it was that much of just like groove that like I it, it was just it was cruising for a while it's it's it is not bad when it comes to extended drum solos for what that's
1: worth is tony allen yeah. is fella's regular he's drummer? Yeah, his drummer and yeah.
0: basically he said without him there's no afrobeat he is he is like it. the king and he he's been on he has like i think it's like it's literally like a hundred albums Wow, like, Tony Allen cr- or, cr- or Felicity Yeah, does. from 2018 so far, and from 1968, he's had at least one every single year. <laughs> In a lot of years, including like 2000, he has uh, probably 10 albums. That's how you do it. That's how you do it, <laughs> man. I'm lazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a lazy Get to man. work, Rob.
2: Right.
3: Yeah. Is that albums under his name or albums that he's performed on?
0: Uh, that is. Under his dis- discography. So it could um, just be albums he's contributing to as opposed to. I mean,
1: still.
3: But still. <laughs> what I'm saying, though, for this type of groove-driven music, uh, an album could be an evening.
0: Right. You're right. You set up You're the mics right. and you yeah.
3: groove for a night.
0: I will say, though, it's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, even, even Because a lot of them are fella and fella had you know was like it seems like 30 40 albums and then tony allen had it, it he has at least a additional 20 30 um i did find it interesting too he played on uh, the good the bad and the queen i don't know if you guys are familiar with that band but he was on on that and charlotte Gainsbourg's album <laughs> like really? so i feel like he he's he's a bit of a Wonderful uh, pops up everywhere, sort of like a Bill Murray character. I like, like that. Uh, He's
1: dang good. Yeah. If, if someone's gonna pop good. up
3: everywhere, it might as well be uh, arguably the founder of the Afrobeat rhythm. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Because this is sort of a derivative, or like sort of spawned from what soul and Nigerian highlife music. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Like
3: funk, definitely. Yeah, fun. and funk. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, those horns. Like once you hear this album, you're like, oh, this is where. You know, Budo's span and anti-ballas. It and all comes all this back. comes back yeah. from this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, how did you guys feel about the length of the songs? Because that was one thing that I was I was curious. You guys, it didn't t- bo- t-
3: t- tend to mm-hmm. does not bother me. I was gonna no, say th-
2: there's enough going on. Like okay. it, it, yeah. The, I didn't even notice the length because the groove was there. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the groove carried me through like mm-hmm. the entirety of the length of the
0: songs. I think a lot of times that that sort of funky groove can can really just carry carry a song yeah even if even if there's just a little bit of interplay between uh different instruments it seems to seems to like soothe more than a like a wanky guitar solo over just some
3: you know you know for this style of music especially Fela if you're familiar with any of his catalog it's kind of just like the that's that's the entry price you know like you're gonna have long songs
0: yeah, we're just gonna n- nod our heads and bob along with it.
3: I love <laughs> how much of this, like, the, the riff of it, it's just, like, a two-chord, like, Fender Rhodes riff, and just, like, the rhythm. You just got those two chords just funkin'. You
1: know? <laughs> like, and, well, and it lays a nice groundwork for when, like, the horns punch. You're like, because you've just gotten, yeah. like, you there. they come in a little bit just right now, and then... I do love, too, his vocal
0: where he sings the melody a couple times, and then the horns, like, basically do that melody. So, I mean, I'm sure that was like pre-planned, but he, he, it's like as if he is doing, um, I'm sure you've all seen a performer that has like a loop pedal. It's like a solo performer or something. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Where Reggie Watts or something. Yeah. Where Uh, someone will. Shireen guy. Yeah. They will do a a riff and then they will loop that. And then that will come back in and then it'll add another Track and then that will come back in. It's like he's doing that, but he has an entire band to to mimic what he just did (laughs) vocally or with his or with the organ. So it's so cool. If you're to believe him, he's got an entire country. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, A republic.
3: Sure. Yes. (laughs) A sovereign
2: state.
0: (laughs) I didn't write too much uh, on this one because I was just having such a good time listening to it. I spent most of my time listening to this dancing and not taking notes. <laughs> yeah, right. my, 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 my
2: entire, uh,
1: like, thesis of it was like, all right, fella i see you.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, sometimes the best albums are the ones that you really can't even say the most about. Like, it's just so good.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's all there in the funk. Yeah, absolutely. It is. How do you feel, Rob? Fucking love it, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I... I I keep getting more and more surprised by the things that I enjoy, and that this book is bringing to my attention. Yeah, um, and I think it's starting
0: to even out. Yeah, when we, when we, as, stuff, it's
2: as we continue like, to fucking yeah. Sisyphian roll this shit ball <laughs> up the mountain, like I'm picking up more things.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ab- absolutely positive.
0: Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, I felt is great. This album is. Fantastic. Four songs. It's easy, easy entry. It's a good introduction if you're not that familiar with this stuff. It's just, just, just listen
1: to it. It's so yeah. tight. Yeah, yeah. Com- complete positive. Um, I like Afrobeat, and this
0: is, this is literally
1: where it starts. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just awesome. Yeah, you, it, it, it's hard to describe. You probably should just listen to it.
0: Yeah, I would say as well, it's sort of like that thing where it's, it's like, you don't quite know why it's why you're like getting up and dancing to it. Like we're all like bobbing our heads and everything. (laughs) But at the same time, this is, yeah, this is where, where it's at. I mean, this is the, the jazz funk soul, like groove that is just sort of like, I don't know. It's just sort of like inside you as a person that, that you just kind of feel. It's
2: the, a one, a two, a three, a four.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that, that that that's why my butt shakes. Yeah. yeah. That is, <laughs> that is a, a really good
3: point I've <laughs>
0: <laughs> Never really broke it down that simply. But yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, positive for me. Total positive. Um I would I, I also thought it was striking too that a lot of reviews said like it's like you know like that James Brown it's like James Brown music, but it is taken in a in a different context. You know, James Brown is a tight, like, two-minute song where it's hit his vocals, and it's mostly about, like, his vocals and how tight the band is, where this is just about those interlocking grooves within the band as if James Brown was, you know, just doing a little, like, shrieking here and mm-hmm. there, but not being the focus of the song. This format lets it breathe. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: yeah, I kind of wish the Budos band never started making music and this is all I had to listen to. It makes me more mad that the Budos band you exists. You don't need to listen to the Budos band. You yeah, can just listen you to, can listen to the fella. Yeah. That's what you guys think. Okay.
0: <laughs> Everyone tries to shove that shit in my ears. Give me, give me
2: fella or give me death.
0: All right. New shirt for Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well order two. <laughs> Next time we'll be talking about the faces. A nod is as good as a wink to a blind horse. Alright, thanks
1: y'all.